Welcome to the Holistic Goddess Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Gregg, registered holistic nutritionist and nutritional therapist. I am so excited to deep dive into all things holistic health and wellness with you. Let's empower each other to live the optimal life that we deserve using a mind, body, and spirit approach to wellness. Let's dive in. Welcome to this week's episode of the Holistic Goddess Podcast. I am so happy that we are moving into this month of September, having solid routines established. We're 13 days in. I'm feeling so freaking good. My last episode was about boundaries, and let me tell you, I am sticking to them hard and I've been having a couple tests from the universe and I'm like, nope, I'm going to withhold my boundaries here. It's not a big deal. Just switch things around, hold the boundaries. And it feels really good. You guys, I really, really hope that you're learning some things from these episodes and trying to implement them as you can, because you're going to feel so good. You're going to feel so friggin' strong and powerful and empowered and healthy when you can set some solid boundaries for yourself. Quick life update on something that I've decided to do is something called the Hard 75 Challenge. So this challenge was introduced to me from one of my friends and she's doing it and it's something that you know, when I first heard about it, I was like, oh, why would you want to do that? Like, that doesn't sound fun at all. But as I'm setting myself up for success with my dietary habits, my exercise routine, my boundaries, it actually started to sound like something that was totally doable and something that was very in alignment for where I'm at right now. So the 75 hard challenge is 75 days sticking to some sort of dietary plan, which is I'm going to stick really hard to what I preach in the Healthy Hormone Mastery Program. So basically just whole foods, reducing processed foods as much as possible, and working on not eating any gluten and dairy for 90 to 100% of the time. I don't ever say 90 to 100% of the time in the Healthy Hormone Mastery Program, but that's what I want to do because I know that I feel so much better when I don't eat it. It's just sometimes it's the easiest thing to eat. So giving myself a little grace there, but um, for the majority of the time, just sticking to um, a solid, solid routine when it comes to my meals and my health. Um, The the next aspect of the heart 75 is drinking a gallon of water a day. Um, this one, you know, I'm not, I don't drink enough water if that's how much we're supposed to be drinking. Um, so I'm trying to get two liters in before lunchtime. Otherwise I just, I'm up peeing all night long if I leave it to too late in the day. So drink a gallon of water. And the next one is read 10 pages in a book. Um, has to be like a physical book, which I'm so on board with, heading into the fall and the, I don't even want to say it, the other season after fall, it's uh, it's the perfect time to dive into some really good books. And the next aspect is exercising 
two 45 minute workouts a day. So again, giving myself grace here because of the, the hormone situation. So still exercising with my cycle, um, definitely getting in a 45 minute walk a day and then another 45 minute walk, um, or like some yoga or some Pilates, just something like that. Um, so that I am moving my body and sticking to those guidelines. And the last thing is no alcohol. This one should be fine. Um, especially as we go into the cooler seasons, I'm not desiring to sit on a patio and drink a nice gin and tonic, but, um, it will be still be a challenge if any big gatherings or social events come up. And that is it. That is the hard 75. So I'm on day seven. I'm feeling fantastic. And I'm also going to be adding in some herbal detoxing in the coming days. Um, more about that next week because I haven't got it yet. Um, just because fall and spring are amazing times to do, to do fungal and parasitic cleanses, to rid your body of anything there. And essentially, hopefully, fingers crossed, <laughs> protect me and my family from uh, some colds. You know, I'm not expecting that we're not going to catch any colds, but um, if I can, you know, optimize my body so that there's not any parasites and funguses causing issues or heavy metals, then I'm all for it. But more than that, next week when I get the actual um, herbal remedies and uh, where I got them from. So this week, we have a really, really good episode on optimizing your fertility. And essentially, as women, you know, we expect that getting pregnant is something we should be able to do. We put a lot of time and energy into trying not to get pregnant for a very long time that, you know, we just believe that conception will happen quickly and effortlessly when we actually decide that the time is right. And for some, this is the case and it should be easy except for the fact that we live in a complicated world where we believe getting ahead comes at the expense of our bodies. We live in a super toxic environment that's robbing us of our birthright to have healthy cycles, healthy fertility, and abundant energy and libido throughout our lives. Ladies, do you want to learn more about your body and actually get to the root cause of your symptoms? Well, I have just the program for you. The Healthy Hormone Mastery Program is a 12-week all-encompassing program that is going to naturally heal your symptoms using food and lifestyle strategies. I have helped so many women completely reverse their pain, acne, digestive problems, hormonal imbalances, and feel like the vibrant woman they deserve to be. If this resonates, I would love to walk with you on your journey to health. The link is in the show notes to apply. Back to the episode. The good news though, is that living in sync with your cycle will actually safeguard your fertility. Regardless of whether or not you're trying to conceive at this moment in your life, making these diet and lifestyle changes will actually ensure your fertility will be there for you when you actually want to use it. 
So really, really, really in the Healthy Hormone Mastery Program, what it was built on was the idea that we want to make sure that estrogen is being eliminated from your body properly. It's really, really crucial because elevated levels of estrogen can really confuse the brain over a conversation that happens. So if you have too much estrogen piled up in your bloodstream, a variety of scenarios can actually take place from overgrowth of endometrium, development of cysts or fibroids, to premature ovarian failure, and therefore an ability to become pregnant. But you can literally improve your fertility by following the healthy hormone mastery protocol and falling in sync with your cycle. Just making sure that your body is properly metabolizing and excreting estrogen through your pathways of elimination is so, so critical. And it's exactly what we go over in the healthy hormone mastery program. It's also going to support your overall endocrine and ovarian function, which is going to help preserve your fertility even further. It does this in part because we're encouraging a diet rich in fruits and vegetables that nourish your ovaries and eggs with antioxidants, including one called glutathione, which is absolutely essential for healthy egg quality. And with more and more women wanting to give birth later in life than ever before, and more power to us for that, it's even more crucial that we do everything that we can to protect our reproductive organs so that they're going to be there for us when we need them the most. So whether you're still years away from finding the right partner or you're actively trying to conceive, or if you're in your third cycle of IVF, or even if you're in your early stages of perimenopause and you're wanting to get pregnant, this episode is going to be such a wealth of knowledge for you. And I just want to help you appreciate the ability that you have to preserve and enhance your own fertility. It sounds like a lot of responsibility, and it is, but it's also so, so empowering in addition to knowing which foods are important to use for a fertility protocol for women, we're also going to talk about how powerful it can be to shift certain habits or beliefs about your body that are sometimes there when it comes to getting pregnant. And this is true whether you want to get pregnant later this year or later this decade. Your body is designed to conceive and stay pregnant. Your endocrine system, which is all of your hormonal system, is there to do the heavy lifting. And all I want you to do is to clear a path for it to keep your body hormonally primed for easy conception and successful pregnancy. Eating according to the Healthy Hormone Mastery Program Um, detoxifying your life in your home, choosing some organic and free-range foods, and increasing your outlets for creativity, pleasure, and rest should be the exclusive focus here. Getting pregnant in our modern world can often be an emotional and stressful process. 
And I found that the stress experienced by my clients is just greatly reduced when they know that they can take action for themselves. They want to know all the possible ways that they can be proactively improving their internal fertility environment. So let's talk about that. So if you're new to my world, you may not know that your menstrual cycle is a huge indicator of your overall health. So the the menstrual related hormonal imbalances, if you leave them untreated, lead to diseases of inflammation. And inflammation has been well established as an obstacle to healthy conception, whether by natural means or by IVF methods. So we've seen how foods can reduce inflammation and increase hormonal balance. And I cannot stress enough how critical it is for you to start on having the best periods possible now for your long-term fertility protection and your short-term conception success. These are ways for you to see what your body is trying to tell you about your ability to conceive. So if you're noticing any cycle symptoms, just make sure that you start following either the Healthy Hormone Mastery Program or someone else's hormone balancing program so that you can get things back on track immediately. So we really, really want to look at your periods, but it also comes down to looking at your luteal phase of your cycle as well. So this is the time after ovulation from about day 16 until until day 28 when your period arrives. So observing your luteal phase is key for you to most easily understand how prepared your progesterone levels are to actually sustain a pregnancy in those critical first few weeks. So first of all, you want to look specifically at the length of the phase. Is it shorter than 10 days or is it longer than 12 to 14 days? If so, progesterone levels will likely be too low for pregnancy, though you may successfully conceive. So you can work with your doctor to avoid miscarriages if you're able to bring this information forward. Second, make sure that you're documenting the intensity of your PMS symptoms. How many are there? How severe are they? Is there acne, headaches, insomnia, breast tenderness, cystic breast, bloating, mood swings? All of these indicate that there is a disproportionate ratio of estrogen to progesterone. And this balance must be optimal, optimal for you to just maintain the pregnancy. Okay. The next thing is kind of looking beyond your cycle to see what else your body is trying to tell you about your hormonal well-being, your levels of inflammation, and your nutrient availability, all of which impact successful conception, pregnancy, and egg quality. How are your bowel movements doing? Um, remember that even chronic and mild or mild constipation can actually exasperate that estrogen dominant situation. And then IBS and diarrhea can lead to small intestine inflammation that blocks key nutrient absorption. All of those supplements that you may be taking to boost your folic acid levels won't have as much of an impact if your digestion and your elimination systems are flowing smoothly 
and comedy. Check your body, check your skin for acne, eczema, rosacea, rashes, or any other types of irritation. Your skin just has this deep connection to your liver and will really show you how well the liver is doing. Skin inflammation means liver congestion and congestion will lead to compromised ability to metabolize estrogen and that will just throw off that ideal hormonal ratio for baby. What's your emotional temperature? Are you struggling with anxiety, depression, irritability, or insomnia? These all indicate low levels of vitamin D3 and omega fatty acids, which are both really, really key nutrients in utilizing and stabilizing hormonal levels and can be linked to low progesterone levels as well. Finally, do what you can to create a sperm and embryo-friendly internal environment. Chronic bacterial overgrowth and STDs have been linked to decreased fertility rates. Address chronic bacterial vaginosis, UTIs, which are urinary tract infections, and yeast infections, all of which disturb your delicate vaginal pH balance. And when it's disrupted, make the journey for the sperm to the egg way more difficult. In addition, just get checked for some STDs, which are really, really common and can create a less than optimal environment for your embryo. And remember that doing the healthy hormone mastery protocol, you're going to be eating to optimize your weekly hormonal ratios. And when you're trying to conceive, you want to pay extra attention to this, but just making sure that you're incorporating sprouted and fermented foods during your follicular phase to deliver as many bioavailable and nutrients as possible to your ovaries, consuming the majority of your fruits and vegetables raw during ovulation to up the egg boosting glutathione levels, eating liver supportive sweet root vegetables like sweet potatoes, leafy greens from the brassica family like kale during the luteal phase to really make sure that you are eliminating estrogen estrogen dominance effectively and keeping an optimal ratio of estrogen and progesterone for pregnancy maintenance. And then replenish your minerals during your menstrual phase by consuming sea vegetables, avocados, and essentially some free-range animal protein to deeply nourish your endocrine system for the next cycle. Always developing a more intimate relationship with your ovaries and your uterus is a great way to reduce the stress and anxiety that so common comes with the uncertainty of this process. Visualize those beautiful ovaries and uteruses glowing, healthy, and happy while you meditate on the fact that you're this beautiful, fertile vessel designed to receive and create. And if you can put your attention on dramatically improving your self-care and turning your nurturing energy on to manage your own hormonal health, then you're not only going to be practicing the very skills you'll need as a mother, but you're just going to enjoy the journey of pregnancy way, way more. If only I had known this information when I was getting pregnant and having babies, but I know it now, and I'm so happy that I can share it with you so that you can do it better than I did. So in traditional cultures, men and women used to be fed a 
premarital meal believed to optimize fertility so that they'd actually have a greater chance at conceiving on their wedding night. And while this approach may have missed the mark because one meal isn't going to make a difference, our ancestors were headed in the right direction because consistent consumption of certain foods is actually going to enhance your fertility. And thank goodness modern science is actually catching up on this belief and has recently shown us that choosing particular foods can actually boost the health of a woman's reproductive system and increase her chances of conceiving and maintaining a healthy pregnancy and just feel amazing. Ladies, it's possible to feel good when you nourish your body to get rid of the symptoms One recent study found that women store omega-3 fatty acids in the fat tissue of our hips and our thighs that a fetus depends on while developing in utero. So long before you become pregnant, your diet is super crucial for creating an optimal environment for a baby. And since your body cannot manufacture omega-3s on its own, Those nutrients have to come from the food that we eat. And if it's not coming from the food that we eat, it gets leached out of our brains. Have you heard of the term mom brain and pregnancy brain? It's because our bodies are not getting enough of the omegas that we need. Another recent study found that curcumin, which is the active ingredient in the spice turmeric is a really powerful anti-inflammatory and inflammation can compromise the genetic material of your eggs. So consuming turmeric in your diet can actually protect this genetic material, increase blood flow to the ovaries, therefore keeping them healthier and just improve the chances of conceiving and of maintaining a healthy pregnancy. Food choices are crucial, not only for women trying to conceive naturally. Brand new research has found that what a woman eats and drinks can also impact her success with infertility treatments, such as IVF. In one Harvard study, researchers found that women having IVF who consumed the most saturated fats, primarily found in animal sources such as red meat, had fewer mature oocytes, which are cells that form eggs, which reduced their likelihood of a successful infertility treatment. Then, on the other hand, women with the highest intake of monounsaturated fats, which are things in nuts, seeds, avocados, coconut oil, and nut butters, were about three and a half times more likely to have a live birth than women who consume the least. And then another study in Denmark found that drinking more than five cups of coffee per day reduced women's chances of becoming pregnant with IVF treatment by about 50% compared with women who didn't drink any coffee at all. And this doesn't surprise me at all because drinking caffeine can alter blood sugar, overstimulate your adrenal glands, and affect elimination, all of which greatly disrupt the delicate hormonal balance that we need for optimal hormonal health and optimal fertility. And there's another key reason why what you eat matters for your fertility, and that's stress. So obviously 
it's going to be helpful for conception if your hypothalamus and your pituitary gland can receive the all clear message from your adrenals that there's no threat to your well-being. However, if you're eating a nutrient-deprived diet, your adrenals register this as a form of internal stress. And this response can signal the brain that, hey, this is not an ideal time for pregnancy for you or baby. Okay? When your stress is high, your cortisol levels rise and production of the hormone DHEA, which is a hormone from which many other hormones, including progesterone and estrogen, are created, actually drops. So internal stress prevents the optimal hormonal environment for conceiving and maintaining a pregnancy. So your body just requires a very complex variety of nutrients to function optimally. And when you're not getting enough of these or it's receiving too many harmful ones, then we're going to be in trouble. Okay? This is really stressful on your body. And then on top of that, when your organs are dedicated to flushing these toxins from your system, they just don't have space or energy to work towards helping you become pregnant. The good news, though, is that you know while there are very few external stressors you can control, like horrific bosses or crazy deadlines, you can limit the internal stress that you're putting on your body by eating a high-quality diet, which in turn helps to mitigate the potential damage from external stress. So my top 10 favorite fertility boosting foods are number one, buckwheat. So this grain is super rich in the compound called D-chiroinositol, which has been proven to drop insulin and testosterone levels and actually increase rates of ovulation. Therefore, improving fertility. Number two, leafy greens. Spinach, kale, collards, um, among the others are super high in folic acid, which is super essential for healthy ovaries and reduces the risk of spinal cord or brain defects in infants. It's also, they're always full of vitamin E, magnesium, and calcium, which promote menstrual cycle health. Number three, chickpeas. Just one serving of this beautiful legume can maintain proper B6 levels, which are essential for the production of healthy progesterone levels for conception, as well as improving sperm and egg development. Number four, honey. All honey, but especially bee pollen and royal jelly, which is the queen bee's favorite dish, is a nutrient-rich compound with many features. While being fed royal jelly by the worker bees, queen bees lay up to 2,000 eggs each day. Bee pollen can help stimulate ovarian function when trying to conceive. If this interests you, please refer to my episode from the summer on our beekeeping journey. Number five is eggs. Obviously, they're ancient symbols of fertility and they sometimes get a bad rap, but don't skimp out on the eggs. Free-range egg yolks contain vitamin D, which is essential in maintaining healthy ovulation. They're not going to raise your cholesterol levels, I promise. Number six, sunflower seeds. Super rich in zinc, which help your body move efficient to not move. It, well, it does help to move, but 
<laughs> helps your body more efficiently utilize your reproductive hormones. So moving your hormones throughout your body, estrogen and progesterone, and also helps with DNA production that can support egg quality also. Number six, salmon, omega-3, number six or number seven? Number seven, salmon, omega-3 fatty acids, which salmon has in abundance, help in regulating hormones and ovulation, while also increasing cervical mucus and blood flow to your reproductive organs. Number eight, avocados. They're super high in monosaturated fat, which has been shown to positively impact IVF outcomes. And they're super tasty and healthy for your hormones. Number nine is cinnamon. In addition to its antibacterial and digestion improving properties, cinnamon cinnamon contains a compound that makes fat cells more responsive to insulin, which in turn increases ovulation rates. And lastly, turmeric. Not only will this spice boost the health of your reproductive system, it is going to help dispel any excess dampness in your reproductive organs. It helps just essentially create a drier, warmer internal environment that's optimal for conception. So that, I'm going to end the episode there, but for anyone who's trying to conceive, it's just super important to be paying attention to your health and really be nourishing your body appropriately. Pay attention to, you know, how your body is working during the four phases. In the ovulation phase, you want to be looking for the fluid to be clear with consistency of uncooked egg whites. If that's happening, it's an amazing sign for your fertility. The egg is ideally positioned right now for conception during this phase, so it's a perfect opportunity to try and is going to obviously improve your chances for conception if you're trying around that time of the month. But again, just please pay attention to your body and look at your menstrual cycle, look at your period, look at your luteal phase, see what needs to improve, look at how you're nourishing your body. Are you putting too much stress on your body? Is it internal stress that we could be preventing through optimizing your diet? And if it aligns, please join me in the Healthy Hormone Mastery Program. I would be honored to walk with you on your journey to health and wellness and fertility. And I'm going to sign off now. Happy mid-September. I love you. Take care. Don't forget about the Healthy Hormone Mastery Referral Program. If you have completed the Healthy Hormone Mastery Program and you want to refer a friend to work with me, you will receive $100 in cash from me sent by e-transfer and your friend will be on the road to hormone happiness. Just make sure that when you are applying for the program 
that you referenced your friend who referred you to the program.